Hi, this is Amy Beheimer, and you are listening to the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health. Habit 7. Question if your thoughts are helpful. Welcome to the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health, a podcast to help you shift from managing autoimmune disease to creating autoimmune health using the power of everyday habits. I'm your host, Amy Beheimer, a coach and a doctor of pharmacy on a mission to create health and happiness with multiple sclerosis. Here, we focus on everyday lifestyle habits proven to help the mind and body heal from the cell up without sacrificing the true joys of life along the way. To create autoimmune health in the mind and body, you have to be great at one thing, the skill of mastering habits. That's why each episode includes everything you need to do just that. Evidence-based information and real-life inspiration from the experiences of my guests, my clients, and yours truly. All habit heroes brave enough to turn a desire for help into daily decisions to create it. Let's have some fun. Welcome back, everybody, to the show. I am so thrilled you're here. Today's habit is actually a part two to habit two. If you have been with me from the beginning or if you're bouncing around, habit two is question if your thoughts are true. Today's habit, question if your thoughts are helpful, is a bit like a part two. They don't need to be listened to in order, but consider heading back and listening when you're done with this one. And there is going to be a part three of this series in the coming weeks. Be sure to stay tuned. And wondering if you have any ideas what the third topic could be, the third habit. Question if your thoughts are true. Today is question if your thoughts that are helpful. What is that third one? I won't give any spoilers, so be sure to subscribe so you know when those new episodes are released. A lot of people don't instantly think of thoughts as habits, but really that's exactly what they are. And the coolest part is the downstream effects from good, high-quality, habitual thoughts. Because our thoughts create our feelings, and our feelings are what drive us to act and inspire what we do. Or really, that can be thought of as more habits, habits in our actions. This week, I came across the quote, You are the average of the five habits you repeat most. And I paused and I wondered, whoa, what are the five habits, if I had to boil them down, that I repeat most? Because habits can be good, bad, or neutral. And if we're the average, it's interesting to think of what that would be. And practicing thoughts like this is absolutely one of the five that I wouldn't give up or trade for anything. Hopefully these three episodes in total will end up being helpful for you as well. Consider bookmarking that question and taking some time to answer it. So the what of today's habit, we're in the spoke of the mindset. And like I said, question of your thoughts are helpful. Said another way, Are your thoughts serving you or are your thoughts empowering you? And why does it matter? Like I said, our thoughts cause our feelings, which drive our actions. So that's the chain in our brain of how thinking impacts our health and our happiness through our actions and our habits. And that's not the only way. On a biochemical level, our cells are listening to our thoughts and are being directly impacted by the chemicals that are released when we think negative thoughts. It's wild especially those chronic, low-level, stressful thoughts that come from probably a lifelong narrative that's running under our consciousness and our brain. So how are we going to do this? How are we going to make this shift? Even asking this question opens the door for our brains to start to look for answers on how we can do this. Look no further. Let's cover some examples of what this looks like today. I like to put all of our thoughts, which 
we have about 60,000 thoughts per day. And we can classify each of those into one of three buckets based on the feelings that they create when we think them. And again, these could be conscious thoughts or these could be running on autopilot under our level of consciousness. This is based again on what we know about our brains. And I'll repeat myself, our thoughts create our feelings, which ultimately drive our actions, things we do, or even the things we don't do. So if we're really wise, we're going to go to the source. We're going to go upstream and look at what thoughts are starting that chain. Some are conscious, but some are sneaky, which is where thought finders come into play. That's where journaling and writing your thoughts out on paper, saying them out loud, getting coaching, answering questions and more. That's where those thought finders come in. So the first bucket of the three are neutral thoughts. These same thoughts that are neutral to me today could cause different feelings in different folks. But for me, like I said, for example, the thought I'm going to work today, that's pretty neutral. The thought my name is Amy, that's pretty neutral. I'm having dinner at six. Same thing. It doesn't really stir up any emotion, good or bad, positive or negative. Most of the time, that's true. But in certain contexts, that could change. So for example, if I wake up and I feel sick and I know I have to get out of bed and go to work, the thought that I'm going to work today may not be the most pleasant. But most of the time, these are neutral for me. Think about one or two neutral thoughts that you may have. Yours could be completely different but it's good to realize that there are a lot of them that are just neutral. The next two buckets are unhelpful and helpful. They can be a sentence or a question that runs on loop in your head. We aren't worrying about whether they're true or not today. That was like I mentioned back in habit two. We are questioning today instead if they are serving our greatest good, if they're helping us reach our goals. I often use examples from my life and from my clients around health and happiness, but don't be afraid to insert whatever your goal is right now as I go through some of these examples. I encourage you to always take what we discuss and put it to good use with whatever's going on in your life, whatever you're working towards. How do we know if something is helpful or unhelpful? And it's because of how they make us feel. So I'm going to run through a handful because I think that just having examples and stories really helps to bring this home. The first thought that I would classify as unhelpful based on how it makes me feel is multiple sclerosis is bad or some version of that. When I feel that, when I felt that, it caused me to feel discouraged. I would think multiple sclerosis is bad. I feel discouraged and it would lead to actions that weren't that empowering. Subtle shifts in language have a huge impact on how a thought can make us feel. Taking that unhelpful thought, shifting the language a bit, and moving to, I have MS and I have my health. Adding that and reminds me that these two things can exist together because I've defined what health is for me. And when I feel, or when I think I have MS and I have my health, instead of feeling discouraged, I kind of feel like a badass. Another example, walking is hard today. So that seems innocent enough, right? It seemed true, but it really caused me to feel sad or almost afraid of the future when that thought would be running on autopilot. Instead, shifting that unhelpful thought to the helpful thought, I get to walk today. Or sometimes it's, I'm still walking today. I have an amazing client who has grabbed and borrowed this thought and uses it every day. And she and I have talked about it and it is helpful because it makes us feel grateful. So instead of 
the sad and afraid that walking is hard today would cause, the helpful shift is causing us to feel gratitude, which is huge. Third example, I'm so tired, I'm so fatigued, or I have no energy. And that made me feel fatigued. And it still does. Sometimes this happens. You know, we're not perfect. These are, these are thoughts that keep resurfacing. But that extra level of fatigue that I was adding on with the thought that I'm so fatigued wasn't helping me. A more helpful version of that is I get to crawl into bed early tonight. And that makes me feel kind of excited. My body doesn't know the difference between excitement from a big trip coming up or just crawling into bed early the same feel-good chemicals get released. So that is one that's super helpful. Shifting from health to a relationship example, the thought my husband and I are so different. I used to think that quite a bit early on in our relationship because we are different. But when I said it in that way and in that tone, it would leave me feeling frustrated looking at the ways we were different. That was not super helpful. The thought my husband and I are different by design This one, I will admit, I stole from premarital counseling. Remember, we can borrow thoughts and make them our own when we hear them and they're helpful. So shifting to that had me feeling and still has me feeling so curious to see how are the ways we're different and how is it serving us and how is it our superpower? That shift from unhelpful to helpful has been huge for me. And again, it's something that it resurfaces and comes back up, but I just get to question, is this thought helpful? and shift to a slightly different version. Another one that I hear from clients is the medicine isn't working. Somebody chooses to take a medication for an autoimmune disease or for anything and thinking that the medication isn't working can have you feeling out of control or scared. A subtle shift with that one is the med isn't working, possibly, but I am. And adding that, but I am, reminds our brains, reminds us that there are things we can do every day despite what's happening outside of our control. And that leads to a feeling of pride and confidence in daily actions. And the last one I'll share is, has nothing to do with health, but honestly, it has to do with me and starting this podcast. Sometimes I would be thinking the thought, I should be better than I am. So I'm new at this. And so I hear such great podcasts and I want to make sure that the work that I am doing and putting out there for you guys is really helpful. That's that's what matters to me is that I can help someone be healthier or happier with their autoimmune life. And so that thought of, oh, I should be better at this. I should be doing it different or not making these mistakes had me feeling disappointed and defeated and not as excited to show up and do so and record this and, and work through that discomfort. My helpful thought with that one is I want to be better than I am but I'm good enough today. And with that, I feel creative. I feel excited. I feel brave to keep coming back, getting better because I want to and because it's worth it. For each of those thought-feeling combos, we can spend time revealing what actions and habits are created from them. We do this in coaching. You can do it on your own. When you're feeling discouraged, fearful, tired, or frustrated, what kind of things do you do or do you not do? And on the flip side, when you're feeling curious and excited and in control, what does that cause you to do and not do? And I'm grouping a lot of feelings together here, but each and every thought-feeling combo can lead to different action. 
really take the time and think about what that looks like. And again, this is something that we absolutely will practice here on the podcast and that we do in the different coaching containers when we work together. The how of questioning if your thoughts are helpful and shifting the ones that aren't is really simple. It may sound repetitive, but we practice. Conscious repetition lays down new thought traps in our brain. And a good time to practice that I'll share is right before bed or early in the morning. And this is called the Tetris effect. The Tetris effect describes that in those periods right before sleep or right after you wake up, the things you're looking at, the things you're reading and the things you're practicing imprints on your subconscious more strongly than anything else you look at throughout the day. It's kind of a cool little trick. Once you know that, you can use those precious times to really make some movement on things you're trying to learn, things you're trying to do and change. Another good time to practice is any time you spend reflecting or journaling, or maybe when you have a thought, a trigger thought, which means one that you notice you keep thinking that you don't want to be thinking, use that exact moment to practice the new one. This would be using the strategy of pairing. When you find yourself thinking a thought that you want to shift, pair it with the more helpful one and write it down, say it out loud. Remember, our relationship with our thoughts change when we get them outside of our brain and really look at them from there. Hopefully we've done some learning. Now let's do some doing. Today, identify one, just one thought that is unhelpful, meaning when you think it, it causes a feeling that drives you to do something that is not helpful in your life. Or maybe it keeps you from doing something that is helpful. So what is that thought? Now, what is the shift that makes it go from helpful to unhelpful? And go back and listen to, you know, a few of the examples that I gave. See how you can apply that to the thought that you're trying to shift. We've all heard that like attracts like or misery loves company. And so this is so true in our thoughts too. They cluster and the energy created by negative or positive thoughts is really magnetic slowly introducing these helpful ones one at a time can have almost a non-linear increase in positivity. It really does work. The quote I'm going to close with today is, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Albert Einstein said that. Tell me, did you like exploring these subtle shifts in language of your thoughts, those sentences running through your brain? If so, I would love to hear about it. I love to know that you are out there listening and you can email me anytime at amy at amybehimercoaching.com. Tell me a shift you are wanting to make and put it out there in the world, a shift from a unhelpful thought to a slightly more helpful thought. And one last request, if you have time, please consider leaving a review. It really helps others find the show. If you are looking for a random act of kindness for the day, this will totally count. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Habit Hub. I am forever grateful for the time, energy, and attention you share with me. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode where I might just cover the habit your body has been waiting for. Check out www.amybeheimercoaching.com for more free resources, as well as details on how to take the information, inspiration, and insight you learned today and apply it to create autoimmune health and happiness in your life. Get in touch at amy at amybeheimercoaching.com. Special thanks to my editor, Sarah. The Habit Hub is a production of Amy Beheimer Coaching, LLC. Talk soon. Thank you.